Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. So I want to start tonight's episode. Hello, Josh. Hello, Cody. A classic Great. in 15 to 20 years, Josh? Really? Oof. Big words. I don't know what you're talking about. Swiss Army Man? Really? Yeah. Like a classic in the vein of Godfather or a classic I, I in the vein say, of like Caddyshack? I didn't Jack? say classic. Or you said one of the best movies great, ever made. A great movie. Like a great movie in like Godfather or a great movie like Caddyshack? No, oh, like in the same way that like, I don't know, what's like Caddyshack. a... It's like one of those like early 2000s movies that... Like Step Brothers is a good movie. No. I think I'm more like... It's a movie Jim Carrey's in that everyone Nothing. loves. <laughs> the cable Why guy. would that make it bad? Mr. Popper uh, Penguins. Oh, the, the, the good one. Nope, keep going. Liar, liar. Liar, liar's good. Uh, Eternal Sunshine. It's not common. Yeah, that, yeah, okay. I, so I didn't say like, it was. That's cut from the same cloth, I suppose. But Interesting. I... I don't think I've heard of anybody mention the movie since we last talked about it in probably our top ten of the year episode. Well, I mentioned it to almost everybody because I, I want them all to watch it. But so like, good. Hey, this guy I hate, Josh, his favorite movie of 2016, Swiss Army Man, and he's the worst. Is that how the conversation you goes? It, you liked it better than Star did Wars. You like, did you not like it? No, I loved it. I just don't think it's going to be looked at as a classic. I don't think enough people it's have people or have will seen see it. Yet. Not, I don't think that's... It's good, it How's it going to happen, classic. though? How's, how how is it going to get saw, in front of an eyeball? How many people saw Scott Pilgrim? That movie's due as a classic. At yeah, but that's made, by, that, that's made by Edgar Wright, who went on to make Baby okay. Driver. And okay, those well, let's, see what, yeah, let's, see, what, let's see what made. Daniels does. They haven't done anything. It's been two years. And yeah, how they started work. They got hired to do something. Maybe, like, Like a TV show or something. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. They're, they're hard to Google, though, because they're just called Daniels. I know, it's great. You gotta do Daniel's director. Okay. Is, is it more than one guy? Yeah, it's two guys. Yeah, God, that's dumb. It's great. Oh, they have a website. Is it Daniels.com? It's DanielDaniel.us. <laughs> All right, that's kind of funny. Is it really? Yeah. They made a bunch of short films, commercials, uh, only one feature film listed. It, they directed a DJ Snake and Little John. Oh, they directed Turned On for what? Remember? No. Turned down for what? They directed a Tenacious D music video? A Foster the People music music video? Yeah. Oh, they directed Simple Song by The Shins. I love that song. Okay. I like Daniels. I hope they do more stuff. Simple Song is a great song, but it's a weird video. It's like of a wake. I don't know. Uh, How you guys doing today? Fine. Feeling a little sluggish? Like... Sluggish, you know, a little delayed. Exhausted. Cool. Wishing we were starting on time because it's very, very close to my bedtime at nine fifteen. Oh shit! It's eight forty-eight. It's nowhere close to nine fifteen. <laughs> I mean, it's a. I thought close. it was a lot later. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Much like the Trump administration, Movie Pass is. The just... joke was that he was late. I was late because I was softballing. Um, like much like. <laughs> Thank you for killing my intro, Cody. I really appreciate it. Sorry. Um, actually, let's Sorry, let's hold ahead. off on that because I do. There was a, a piece of movie news that came out in the last couple of. I think it was like last week, so we're a little late to the game, but I, that I wanted to talk about just a little bit. Um, Andy Circus's Jungle Book movie headed to Netflix. All right. Um, Didn't get pushed back to next year too. 
Yep. Yeah. So the, originally it was supposed to come out in 17, right, Josh? I think. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then I got pushed back because like of the other movie. Six months or so after the Disney's Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Disney's Jungle Book made like almost a billion dollars and got a couple of Academy Award nominations and was a huge, you know, an enormous, humongous hit for them. Um, and kind of everybody in the cast for this Jungle Book, you know, Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Cumberbatch, arguably just as good, if not a little bit better than the Disney one. So everybody's like, okay, well, Andy Serkis is making this one, but this other Jungle Book, like the Disney one is awesome. So we kind of like want to see that. And then it just kept getting pushed back and back. And then we finally got a trailer and now it's headed to Netflix only. What do you guys think of that? Cody? Sure. I still think no one's going to see it because nobody cares about it. Yeah. But uh, cool. I'm glad Andy Serkis made his money. Now, Josh, your initial reaction to this was, I think, stemming from a conversation we had in our last hangout about the, you know, who's going to put the first big movie on streaming only. And you thought this was going to, this was like the first one. Do you still think, I think that? It can, I think it could be. I, don't, I mean, we have to see the movie. I think you don't really know it's a big movie until like, unless it's like, a franchise until you see it right because uh, but um i mean the last time something like this happened was cloverfield which right i liked but wasn't like amazing Yikes. yeah uh, but the critical critically everybody was like yeah but that was a critical disaster um, i get the feeling that this is kind of the same thing like i don't i yeah. don't if this was coming out in what was this supposed to be like october november right I think yeah. this would bomb hardcore and like, they're just trying to, they know like, uh, we could take, I, we could take an immediate financial loss on this or we could, we could let Netflix buy this for like $200 million or basically cover the budget. Cause they didn't do like any marketing cover yeah. the budget and then they can have it. And if it does well, it does well. And maybe we can make a sequel for them or make a sequel in theaters. If you know, and they, they said they're reason. doing like 3d screenings for people that care about 3d, but, um, <laughs> Is this real? Is the movie really three D screenings worthy? I mean, he is he like designed it to be like seen in three D. I know, but it's like so, so it's so dark. Like I, I don't know if I dark, don't know. something that is dark, not just like it's I dark. Mean, just, like I think killing. it's more like just the world and the visuals, just to kind of immerse you. Which is, you know, I don't get the whole three D craze and like why people think it does that, but for the people that do, that's what it's supposed to. Be. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't even know how to feel about the movie in general. Like, I mean, I love Andy Serkis, obviously. Like, I'm excited to see what he does as a director. But um, the movie itself just didn't look that great. Um, So, and I don't know if this is more of just a they don't have confidence in the movie being well, like like received well or would be good, or they just don't think it'll do well, regardless of how well it's received. So, yeah. And just, I don't, this may not be a good indication. Feel free to call this stupid and doesn't matter. But actually, well, here's a comparison. The Mowgli trailer on Movie Clips Trailers, the YouTube channel, released two months ago, is at 1.3 million views. On Film Select Trailer, which is like a verified site, same time frame, 2 million views. And I just looked it up on YouTube, and the trailer right above it is Operation Finale with Ben Kingsley and Oscar Isaac. And that has 4.5 million views. So, I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, then that's like a World War II, like, f- this guy's a Nazi, we have to find the Nazi and bring him to justice kind of thing. So, like, using YouTube views as a metric is, like, 
I admit it's not the best look. Yeah. But I mean, I mean what about like the Warner Brothers official? It's not even on site. there. It's IGN not, has okay. one. Zero. I Media. guess they took it down then after this happened. I'm pretty. Like, movie Phone has it up at seven hundred nineteen thousand. <laughs> Is Movie Phone still a thing? Maybe. Disney movie. Yeah, no, that's Christopher Robin. Yeah, it, it doesn't even really have much of a presence online. Like if if a Jungle Book adaptation starring Christian Bale and Kate Blanchett and uh, Banana Republic Crumple Scratch gets like three million views and can't out, <laughs> and it can't outpace like a forty million dollar World War Two thriller with Oscar Isaac. I just I think they had to like take a look at things and just be like, okay, we're this thing is gonna this is a preemptive strike just because this thing's gonna bomb hard. So we might as well put it somewhere that kind of just needs content and wants to bring people in as much as they can and. I don't, I, it, it seems like it's dead in the water for me, and, and you know, I wish that wasn't the case. Maybe if it was, if it's good, then it has some kind of a second life. But uh, it's certainly disappointing for Andy Serkis's second. Well, maybe it might even be his first movie because he has another one with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that no yeah one I thought saw. that one came out already. It did, but I mean, technically, it did. But I don't know anybody who's seen it. Um, Didn't they play it at the Mapolis? No, they don't. I don't think they ever played it there. Oh, but I saw a trailer for it there for sure. Hmm. It's a phantom movie, hmm. I guess. But Does it exist? Uh, we'll never know. It's Schrodinger's movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad look. Definitely a tough one to pill to swallow for Circus. Hopefully he bounces back and makes something good. Um, he said he was, he was you know, excited about it. I don't know if that's just well, PR crap. What else crap, is he going to say? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, yeah, this so. thing, he's not going to trank it. He's too classy for yeah. that. Like, yeah, this movie sucks. Don't watch shit. it. <laughs> I, can we turn tranking into like a verb, please? I, I kind of wanted sure. that. I wish this. more. I wish more people would trank it. Yeah, so. just trank it, bro. Who cares? Edgar Wright, trank it. You don't. Know, you don't know Marvel anything. Trank it, man. Uh, but yeah, just thought I'd touch on that real quick. Um, also, uh, like I was trying to say before, before somebody interrupted me. <laughs> MoviePass is the new Trump administration in the fe- in the sense that with every passing day, something new and stupid happens that we have to talk about and try to wrap our head around why anybody uh, would can think. We just, can we just ignore it, it and let it die, idea. finally? Well, it made it to NPR. I heard it on NPR this afternoon, so it's Jesus it's Christ. really going mainstream. So MoviePass, a year ago, announced their nine ninety five see movie a day plan. And about a calendar year later, it is down to... See three movies a month for nine ninety five, and no first. Uh, what what is it? It's like no, no first run movies, or no first like or major movies in the first two weeks or whatever it is. Oh no! So I'll I got the email from old Mitch earlier. Are you talking about Mitch. the one? That no, today. Just so happened. I'll just read it today? on August fifteenth. Okay. Dear MoviePass member, August 15th, we'll hit the one-year anniversary of MoviePass's revolutionary price point of nine ninety-five months a month. Uh, Revolution. Corporate crap. Oh, here's this is interesting. Over the last year, we've tried different things, and we've discovered what our members love about our service. The low price point and the ability to go to more than 91% of theaters nationwide. We've also learned what people don't like about the service. Features including peak pricing and ticket verification. Wow, peak pricing, who figured that? Peak, peak pricing was like two weeks ago, and they're like, we know, you hate it. So now with almost a full year of learnings under our belt, who says that? <laughs> we're introducing a new pricing plan that retains the features you love the most and removes the ones you don't. Most importantly, this new plan will ensure that we can run a sustainable business and continue providing you with an amazing deal to go see movies in theaters. Here are the details. 
Under the new plan, MoviePass members will be able to see up to three standard movie movies a month for nine ninety five, and be given up to a five dollar discount to any additional movie tickets purchased. Today, eighty five percent. This is interesting. Eighty five percent of MoviePass members go to movies go to three movies or less per month. So these changes cater to the majority of our movie going community. That is surprising. Eighty five percent. They have three million people. So the crude math of that is there's so no two way that's sixty six percent number. Yeah. So that way, almost two, like two point three or two point four million people go to less than three movies a month. Really? I find that hard to, to believe. Actually, I'm s- that makes. Yeah, I never went to more than three in a month, or I usually didn't. Okay. Yeah. Mm. They're expensive before, right? tickets. I mean, people that's can't just, afford to be going that often. Sure, but that's just for the whole. That's for the whole year. Yeah, I, I'm just. I don't know there if I believe that. Go, that. There, there are people that go like once a year. I know, but like, why would you get Movie Pass? I mean, and if they're in such dire straits, is it really it's kind like of a, just like is it really like a small a group rep- of a couple hundred thousand people who are going nuts over it, or because? Hmm. I mean, it can. It's kind of a representation of not just Movie Pass users, but like yeah, movie but goers. The idea that all. you get Movie Pass, you're going to want to. You're going to go to the theater more to get more out of it. And going yeah. to the theater more could be just two times, but you know. People people that buy a gym membership also don't go every day when they say they're going to, so. Yeah, but there's, it's it's a lot easier to go to see a movie than go to the gym. <laughs> Especially if you know That's that true. you're going to be, like, saving money on it. I don't know. I just found that surprising. I don't know if it's, maybe it's true, but... Honestly, if that's if that's the real breakdown of numbers, I can understand why they have been sustain they've survived for as long as they have. Because if eighty five percent of people aren't really using it um, to its not even max potential, just like because I saw as little, I, the lowest amount of movies I saw in a month was four in like February, and I saw nine like in June or something like that. So I feel like I, I'm just surprised by that, but. Um, the new plan will include many major studio first-run films. However, there will be some exceptions. Note that theaters with e-ticketing will include all movies and showtimes with no restrictions. I don't understand that. There's a few theaters in the city that do that. But, like, what does e-ticketing have to do with I have no idea. When I've seen – there's one movie pass in my, like, area that it brings up that's, like, 40 miles away from me that yeah. does it. And that's it. Huh. Cody, do you have any No thoughts? idea what it is. Why that oh, is possible? Hmm. I don't know what that even means. So, what like, you can e-ticketing is e-ticketing is it's you can do on Movie Pass basically what you can do if you have like a theater app. So, like, I can go oh, on Movie Pass and go. Sorry, to yeah, I don't understand what the difference is. Well, you could like if I wanted, like, I'm going to be in the city tomorrow. So if I am in a, you know, getting lunch and I like, go, oh, I want to go see Blind Spotting at this place and it has e-ticketing without being there, I can get my ticket. Okay, yeah, I understand that, yeah. but I guess I just don't know. I'm, I'm sick of this whole thing. I'm going <laughs> to delete my account. Uh, we, will, we will also be suspending peak pricing and ticket verification requirements for all members of the new plan. I don't know why they're discontinuing ticket verification. It seems Ticket like, verification didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, that's the only thing that idea. made sense. Yeah. yeah. Just, just very... <laughs> Very movie pass, uh, very in character for them to suspend the thing that works that isn't really much of a big deal. So way to go, guys. Over the coming days, movie pass <laughs> Who complains members, about that? I don't even know. I, I don't know why people are like, I have to take a picture of my ticket. It takes like two seconds, dude. Doesn't, it's not that hard. I had no problems with it. 
Um, over the coming days, MoviePass members with a monthly subscription renewing on or after August 15th will be given the option in the MoviePass app to transition to the new plan. Quarterly and annual subscribers, me, will not be impacted until their renewal, the renewal date. The truth is, disruption and innovation requires staying flexible and having an open mind. We genuinely strive to offer you a service that is a great deal, and we believe that the new plan we're introducing will be attractive to the majority of our members. It's been an exciting journey so far. Interesting <laughs> use of that word. But MoviePass is here to stay. Your endless support, understanding, and enthusiasm are greatly appreciated. Waiting uh, for the email tomorrow that says, Hey, everybody, it's Mitch. We're done. Sorry. <laughs> Mitch, dear MoviePass member, NVM, sincerely, Mitch Lowe. (laughs) So I want to get you guys on the record right now. Now that we seem to have hit the kind of normal point, I'd say now, who knows what the tomorrow, you know, an hour will bring. How much longer does MoviePass stay in business? Cody? I don't know. If this works, I, I can see it staying for a while, but... This is a PR nightmare these past two weeks. Yeah. I, I bet their subscriber base is going super down. Yeah. Not That's, much longer. I would. I think they probably would have lost maybe 250000 That'd be my guess. In the, Just in the last couple of weeks. But um, but no, throw, throw months or month or year out there. Six months. Okay. Josh, what do you think? I mean, also offer your thoughts on the plan too, or this email. I mean, the plan. I mean, it sounds perfectly fine. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, I just signed up for. I, I dropped Movie Pass about a week ago, and I switched to Cinemia. Nice. So I'm gonna see how that goes. Yeah. Um, cinema. Shut up. <laughs> Why? It's, it's cinema. It's Cinemia. It's called it Cinemia. You keep. It, that's what it is called. That's cinemia. dumb. Okay. I, well, listen, that's what the name. I know is. it's not your fault, but I'm never going to say that. That's spelled is, that way. That's the dumbest name for an app I've ever heard. I was thinking about getting it, but I'm not anymore. <laughs> That's dumb. Oh my god. Um, Let me but see. yeah, no. Yes, that's what it's called. But well, what were you saying? Um, Thoughts on the plan? Um, but yeah, the plan. It's. I mean, it's literally the same plan that I'm. I'm getting with Cinemia. It's three movies a month for ten, or what is it? Ten, the same price. Yeah, something like that. So. Um, a lot more stable though that's, it's, it's I think that's the hilarious. selling point they, right? they, they rose and dropped their price in the same week that's kind of hilarious <laughs> they didn't amazing. go to 14.99 though that's interesting that's kind of what was in the wind um yeah it's just that's a mess but yeah i mean the plan itself sounds fine it's just i don't trust the company i don't trust mitch Lowe, and i want nothing to do with that whole disaster so i'm done with them I okay, hold on. Make, hold on. Hold on. What? What? Cinema is spelled C I N E M A. Yeah. Still on. And this. the app is called is spelled S I N E M A. It's cinema. It's the same word. S I N E M I A. Let's not. Let's not. God, that's that. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Cody, you're upset. I can tell. Um. <laughs> genuinely upset by you're this. so triggered over the littlest well, things it's so. the dumbest word i'm not triggered over the dumbest or the littlest things this is absolutely stupid. why would they call it cinema let's let's they? let's move on shall we that would be like calling movie pass just calling it movie okay that's dumb that's fine okay move on i'm trying to <laughs> i am trying Jason, to come on what is plan is good i give them three months Really? Okay, so I got three months. I got six months. I'm gonna say I think they make it to the end of next year. 
I think this this plan end of next year. I yeah, end of next year. Yeah, I think under this plan, they're not going to get bled dry as much as they were. Right now, they have a chance to stabilize a little bit. They're going to lose a lot of subscribers. Yeah, sure, but um, at this price point, they know that they're they know that they can count on nine ninety five a month from every user and uh three movies so you're not there aren't going to be fluctuations and that's it's not going to be like oh well shit avengers is coming up like a million people are going to go see avengers now we're poor for the next three months now they do have an idea of what they can expect in return and they said this is the plan that we're going to have to to get like to get to break even you know and they and i just think they're i think they're going to i don't I just don't see that unless something cr- absolutely insane happens, which this kind of lowers the, ch- the possibility of them running out of money like they did, uh, you know, six months ago. Oh, no, it was a week. Never mind. The time is doesn't make any sense anymore. Got it. Um, I just don't see. I, I think the, the probability of that happening is a lot lower and, the, and they might just end up settling in as a, a neat kind of ish revolutionary fun little company but this does definitely take away the sway that they have to kind of elbow theaters into giving them cuts of concessions or whatever but i do think that this is semi-sustainable and if they if they can stay above two million subscribers and maybe even grow on it a little bit over time as you know they start to settle in and it's not look at this latest movie past disaster kind of a thing i do think that they can you know weather the storm i guess um and so i'll go the end of next year and to the foreseeable future unless something crazy happens like i guess the the next shoe to drop is regal's package so whenever that happens i guess we'll have a better be idea so of how it was the same thing sustainable movie oh yeah that'd be fun sustainable movie passes but i've got it through november so i'm kind of taking it uh, as it goes i just signed up for amc a list um, which has worked great so far. I love it. And if I can use MoviePass to supplement that by going to different theaters every now and again, so I'm not going to AMC every single time, you know, I can go to different spots or parts of the city that I like, then sure, I, then I'll be more than happy to, to hang on. At $10 a month, why not? What have I got to lose? Um, Money. Yeah, not if I use it. So it's definitely been a fun couple weeks for MoviePass. <laughs> Uh, I hope they all enjoyed their summer. <laughs> kind of, maybe. I don't Have know. a great summer. Bye, Movie Pass. Um, but yeah, that's the latest Movie Pass update. And just so you know, I went to their website, and you know, their current front page says it's Movie Time, only nine ninety five a month. And I, I clicked see plans, and they have two plans listed: Movie Pass seven ninety five a month, three movies per month, cancel any time. Movie Pass Plus nine ninety five a month. Enjoy a new movie per day. Cancel any time. So <laughs> they still don't quite have it all together. Their website is still, unfortunately, out of date. But the good news is that they are hiring. So Cody oh, and Josh, sick. they need a I'm, I'm customer good. experience representative. That sounds fun. Nah. Chief marketing nah. officer. Email Hard marketing pass. coordinator. Motion graphics designer. VP customer acquisition. Come on. Wow, they have a lot of jobs open. Oh, my God. What they need is a better customer service because their customer service is absolute garbage. Yeah. They're probably gonna have to outsource that at some point. I'm pretty sure they already do. Oh, they do. Oh, I haven't really talked. I know their customer service is pretty automated. So shitty. 
Yeah, it's not great. It didn't do it. Didn't do what they said they were gonna do, and I haven't used my movie pass in a month. Yikes. Well, let's move on then. Um, it is finally, not really finally, it's coming pretty early. Movie draft results. Coming in at third place. This is for the periods of May through August of this year. Coming in with the bronze medal at 497 points is Cody Redfield. Oh, really? I thought I got third. Uh, Cody, you had Skyscraper, which did okay for you. Ant-Man and the Wasp did all right. Eighth Grade did okay. And Mission Impossible, which did okay. You did fine. How did that do okay? What? Mission Impossible is like at a 93. Didn't it make like a lot of money? Yeah. It, it, 158 points, which was like fifth, the fifth most points for... Actually, it was below Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wow, that's sad. Despite being a much better movie. It uh, is a much better movie. Significantly better. Um, coming in in second place at 500... And 77 points is Mason Merritt. Wait, what the hell? Solo, Star Wars Story, Deadpool 2, Ocean's 8, and Hereditary. My biggest was Deadpool 2. My lowest yielding movie was Hereditary. Which means, at number one, with 680 points, Josh Needle. How cool I won. I don't even Some know what it is. Incredibles 2, 274 that's, points. That's what did it. Okay. Jurassic yeah. World, 200 points. Yeah, Christopher Robin, 93 points. And Mamma Mia, yeah, here we go again, 113 points. <laughs> everybody give it up for Josh. Give it up for Josh, everybody. Way to go. Oh, you snapping? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So congrats, Josh. You won one. Incredibles 2 kind of did it in. You barely beat. Well, you didn't barely beat me. You beat me like a hundred points, which is sad. Yeah. But pick two, 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 two billion dollar movies. Oh yeah, Jurassic World did make two billion dollars. Unfortunately, Told you it would. so final movie draft of the year. How many rounds do we want to do? We can do six. We can do seven, five. We do five. Um, your game, Mason. Let's do five. We'll do five. Okay, we'll do five. So. With the number one overall pick, Cody, you have the board. Give me... There's one I saw earlier that I think is going to do really well. Oh, give me Ralph Breaks the Internet. Okay, interesting. Don't say that. I'm not... I'm just saying it's interesting. (laughs) It's just... Now I, I want to choose something else. I was going to pick that. God damn it. You can pick something else if you want. No. Okay. Record Ralph 2 is off the board. Oh, it's Ralph Breaks the Internet now. God. Can they just pick it a was, title? It was always Ralph Breaks the Internet. No, they cut it down. It was Record Ralph 2 colon Ralph Breaks the Internet. And they, they moved it to just Ralph Breaks the Internet, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. This is all stupid. It was always Ralph Frakes the Internet and Record Ralph 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they cut out the last part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who cares? I don't. You seem to. You bish. Okay. Second pick. God, I'm dude. Oh, my God. Round, round one, pick two goes to me. Uh, let's see. 
Pair of times at the El Royale. That's a risky one. I'll maybe save that one. Oh, this is tough because there's no Star Wars. That's the that's the thing that sucks. Yep. There's no obvious. This is going to do the best. Actually, I guess there is technically. Uh, I'll go with Fantastic there's, there's Beasts one. too. Why not? I think it, it'll do okay critically. Make some money. Looks like 160 points probably. Maybe I don't know. This is tough. Uh, Josh, you have the next two picks. All right, my picks are Bohemian Rhapsody. Interesting. And Mary Poppins Returns. Ugh. Ugh. Why'd you do that to me? Because that's the guaranteed hit of the end of the year. Well, what's what are you thinking about box office then? Both. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna get like ninety something, and it's gonna. It could hit a billion. Like really? You think it could hit a billion? Well, a billion. That opening weekend is the big one. That movie. That whole. That opening weekend is loaded with like that and like three other movies, and that's gonna destroy all of them. Really? You don't think they're gonna eat off like cannibalize on each Uh, other? No. Really? Okay. No. Interesting. That's a very risky pick early on, but then again, there aren't really many slam dunks. Uh, All right, I have the next pick. This one's tough. I don't want to go with Aquaman because I don't want to recognize that it's a movie. (laughs) But it is a superhero movie. Those do at least okay, but this is DC. And they just came off of a big stinker. Their last movie bombed. Yeah. But you might be just saying that to get me to pick it. Or to get me to not pick it. So then you so can you pick can it. you can pick it. Damn you, Josh. Yikers. <sighs> Let's see. Hmm. I'm going to go Creed 2. Shit. Or Creed II, as some will call it. Because I just... No one's going to call it that. But okay. Creed II, coming at you November of this year. Cody, you have the next pick. Yeah, I'm leaving with all the fucking stinkers, dude. There's no, there's um, no stinker. There's a lot of... Bomber busts, you know? I want... I'm going to be tactical and take Bumblebee here. Ooh. Because morons will pay to see that movie. <laughs> it looks so good. It looks fine. I don't know. It looks It looks great. Great is not is not the right word. It looks that. awesome. <laughs> like it's a like, movie. I get it's like a live-action Iron Giant, so... Yeah, it's like it's almost like the Iron Giant is just as good. Uh, Oof. Round three, pick seven. A lot to pick from. I'm torn between three. Yeah, you know what? I'll go with First Man, the the latest Damon Chazelle picture. I was gonna take that. I'm sorry. I don't know what that's about, but I'm assuming it'll be. About Neil Armstrong? About Neil Armstrong. Who's that? The space dude. I thought he was the bikes, the guy who rode the bicycle. Yeah, it is that, that guy. Okay. That could have that be good. That could be good. People like bicycles, that's for sure. No, we saw <laughs> we saw a preview of that in IMAX before. Uh, it looks really cool. Possible. It was. Intense. I'm really excited for it. It looks really cool. A lot of camping going on there. Because because it, it's intense. All right, Josh, you have the next pick. <clears throat> My next pick is Halloween. Yeah, uh, very in character. Yep. I don't know. Not sure that's going to uh, be real critically. I am. Okay. 
You're taking some swings in on this one, Jeff. Don't know why you aren't. So, because well, it doesn't look, you know, it's it's it the seventh looks, movie in a franchise, it, and the last it's several eleventh movie on. in the franchise. It's eleven. Looks great. Have you has a trailer been released? Yeah, one and of them was, has, and everyone went nuts for it. I must have missed that. Hmm. Cody, you have the next two picks. Oh boy. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to take one for the money and the one for the symbolism. Symbolically, I'm just going to I'm going to take Goosebumps. There's a Goosebumps movie coming out. I'll die for Goosebumps. Yeah, apparently there is. All right. News to me went as well. Shit. I guess I'll take that Venmo movie. Ven Oh, you're going to go Venmo the movie. All right. Yeah. What's that? Venom. <laughs> Oh, right. You notice that the words, um, that Venom. I try, to pretend that movie, I, I try to pretend that movie doesn't exist. So how's that work? You do. Does I just, I just don't acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. Okay, cool. All right. You have the next pick round four, pick 11. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Spider-Man. Ah, good choice. Very good choice. Our our audience is gonna f- check it out though. That's oh, the yeah. question. It, the kids are gonna come in droves. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, I got the next two picks. Let's see. Oh, man, I'm surprised one of these hasn't been taken yet. I'm just take it. But I don't know if I want it. Want it. Don't take I might it. want that one. That's that's a good. All right, first pick is going to be a Star is Born. I think that's going to kill. Uh, people are going to like really like seeing Lady Gaga, and it'll do well critically. Lady Gaga, I hope. Yeah, Lady Gaga. And second one is going to be. I'll take the stupid fish movie, I guess. <laughs> I don't... I, I don't know. Nothing makes sense. You talk to fish? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. All right. Uh, next pick, Cody. Oh, shit. Um, <sighs> okay, good at guide. Um, let's see. What is Widows? That's Steve McQueen's Widow heist movie. It's about a bunch of spiders pulling off uh, a bank heist. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Um, I'll take The Predator. Yeah. I was trying to choose between that and Aquaman. Just couldn't figure out which one's a better pick. They'll probably both be in the same ballpark. All right, Josh, you're up. I think this could uh, be the pick, last pick. Unless you yeah, guys want My to- pick is The Hate You Give. The what? How's that? The Hate You Give. It's a movie about, um, it's based on a book. It's like a Black Lives Matter, you know, kind of movie. Where have I, I've heard of it. I, it's I it's premiering at a film festival in a couple weeks. Oh, with Anthony Mackie. Yep. Oh, it's, it's you with a U. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, wait, no. What is it called? The Hate You with the Letter U Give. It's not on the list. 
I know, but you don't. You're not tied to the list. The hell! Oh my god! Everything I know has been a lie. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. We can. We have enough room for another round. I'm just saying. I don't know any other movies coming out. The House with the Clock in Its Walls, Bad Times at the El Royale, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, Grinch, Girl in the Spider's Web, Robin Hood, Mortal Engines, Backseat, Alita, Battle Angel, and Holmes and Watson are all up for grabs. Whatever you want, buddy. I'm. I think we can. Let's do one. We can more. do another one. Fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It is. Shit, I don't know. I don't know the order, but who? I haven't picked most recently, so I guess I will. Right? Yep, yeah. Let's sure. just do reverse order. Fuck it. Um. Ah, what do I want? What do I want? I'm gonna go Nutcracker, mostly because I think it looks awesome. I don't know oh, what it will good. be, and it's Disney and it's fall and I don't know. I'll take a flyer on it, Cody. Your final pick. I guess give me... Yikes. I knew what I was going to get. Oh, I... Uh, uh, okay, give me the Grinch. Uh, uh, what? The movie's going to do really well. It's such a cancer movie, though. It's going to get destroyed critically, though. Yeah, but, well, I don't know about that. I think it looks 40s to me. I, I mean, know. if the, 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 what's it called? It looks like about the same as those other movies, the uh, Despicable Me movies. Yeah, the movies for dumb people, the Illumination. But every kid they're, in the world is going to see fine. it. They're for dumb people, I'm telling you. They're cute. That's why, that's why minions are in old people memes. <laughs> Old people love minions for some reason. <laughs> it's very strange. I don't like it. All right, Josh, you have the last pick. All right, um, between two horror movies, and I can't pick which one. Really, you're not going to go with uh, that movie's going. That movie's going to tank. Yeah, hard. it looks really bad. No, it looks fantastic, but no one. Have you seen the most recent trailer? Worse. Yeah, it was amazing. It's one of the best trailers I've seen all year. Really? What the hell? Yeah. The most recent trailer. The yeah. one that just came out with the, with the Lincoln Park song cover, yeah, and it's amazing. Oh, what was the Lincoln, worse. Wait, what was the Lincoln Park song? Uh, I don't remember. New Divide, yeah. I don't think that's the trailer that Cody that, and I saw. Yeah, the one the that was attached to uh, Mission Impossible. Was it really? Did it have Lincoln Park in it? I don't know. I don't listen to Lincoln Park. I'm glad Chester Bennington didn't have to be here to see that. <laughs> the movie looks incredible. Dude, it's gonna get. It's gonna Ooh, bomb so and critical. Um, no, nah, critical. It's gonna do well. Money, it's critical. Gonna it's gonna it. do well, really. Yeah, I'm not saying like huge, what? but it's gonna do well. Like seventy, like in the seventies, at least seventies, mid seventies, maybe or eighty. Really? Oh my god, that that looks. But bad. it's gonna make like ten million opening weekend at most. <laughs> yeah, it could be a Valerian kind of movie, uh, which, which was, was also a good movie. So very oh. bad film. Good movie. Content. Wish they got a sequel. Content. Wish there was no world where that would ever get a sequel. It made six dollars in my world. Well, that's not the real one. Six dollars made. I think I was Uh the only person who bought a ticket. I don't know why I did that. But have we seen anything from Mortal Engines? By the way, that looks horrible. Oh my god, that looks bad. Oh, we did get one trailer. There's one trailer that came out like eight months ago, I think, and it was really bad. I have not seen it, and I want to. Yeah. Oh. oh, that looks kind of cool. 
It's, uh, just, the spyglass? It looks like it just looks like the Hobbit. It just do not. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of CGI and stuff, but yeah. who's in it? Is that Julian Moore? I think so. What? Hugo Weaving? Yeah, it's what? Peter Jackson. See, yeah, and to be fair, Hugo Weaving will be in anything. It looks a lot. True. So far, it looks a lot better than Alita. No, it doesn't. Well, everything looks better Alita's than Alita even, because Alita not, looks better than most movies coming out this year. You're insane. You are absolutely nah. insane. That looks like trash. I'm sorry. It looks, it looks incredible. Just by incredible far in what way? It's like it's generic. It looks action. like an, it the CGI looks like is a great story. It looks all the CGI visually so cool. What's the story? Um, I like the cast. I, I like Robert Rodriguez. James Cameron's involved. I need nothing. You more need to, to get over. You need to get over your Spy Kids fetish. I just I need to sit, tell you right. You now. need to actually give it a chance and stuff. Okay, Spy Kids is a good movie. I'm gonna say it. It's I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a little fetishy. That's all. The sequels are not, but it's a good movie. Mortal Engines Two is a masterpiece. Uh, I'm giving a pass to Mortal Engines. This kind of looks Castle in the Sky ish, live in live action. I'm I'm down for this. Looks yeah, that'd be a cool. good thing, wouldn't it be? What? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Yeah. Mortal Engine looks bad. No, you're yeah. you're wrong on this one. This the all CGI right, is way less vom- vomity. Oh my! Are you kidding me? The CGI in Alita looks almost flawless. That looks like a disaster. You're kidding me? I, her eyes. What's I wrong with her, her eyes? The eyes aren't the problem. It's the, they look so dumb. The, the action I don't in the like environment is killed. I don't need the another awesome. acrobatic robot thing in my Why? life. Why? Because you hate action? I don't. I like action. Mission Impossible. Hell yeah. But it just looks like... It looks Dark Tower-y of like, oh, look at these kind of cool things. Oh my things god, no it doesn't. Do. Did you see so that it looks movie? Like, it yeah. looks like it has a, like a style and... like. What's the story? Like that generic crap. Christoph Waltz is a, makes a person? Pinocchio, basically? Is it Pinocchio? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. But like, they don't even like, have Pinoc- cool weapons Pinoc- or anything like, kind of like that. Pinocchio they just... meets, um, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. But like, a kind of, the, oh. trying to keep the technology out of the wrong hands kind of story. Woo. Give me Mortal Engines. No, God, no. We need, let's do. We need to do. We need to do something. Relate Mortal Engines and Alita Battle Angel. Let's how about not an extra? How about, no. How about an extra movie homework? Both, no. An extra credit. Come on, for just you and me. Of which one does better? No. Come on, it'll be fun. That sounds fun. I don't want to. Come on. I haven't even picked my movie yet. What? I haven't picked pick my it. my sixth pick yet. I know, but I'm just saying. Let's let's do that. No. No. Come on. No. A cool not everything is a competition. It's not a competition. It's just a fun, it's a friendly wager. Low stakes. Yeah. Well, I guess you must not think it's that good then. Oof. No. That's, well, if you don't, I mean, if you're not confident in it, then you're obviously. Oh, I'm confident. I just don't. Listen, it honestly sounds like you're scared. It sounds like he's and pretty scared. You don't Cody. want to watch another. I mean, I All can't right. think of a reason why you wouldn't want to do this. Does it mean I have to see Mortal Engines? No. Oh, thank God. Okay, then fine. Okay. Cool. It's settled. Extra movie homework for either me or Josh. I have no idea what's even happening. I just agreed to it. How are we judging? Just movie draft points. Can it be But if one of them gets an Oscar nomination, it's an an automatic win. (laughs) That's what I think. That'd be fun. Automatic win. Okay, how about... If it's Suicide Squads, um, it's automatic win. Yeah, anything that's like a real category. Yeah. And not fucking makeup or whatever 
Well, neither. Well, Batman Immortal Engines does have some makeup in it. So that could be a contender. I don't know. All right, it's decided. So based on movie draft, whatever gets the most points, the loser has to watch an extra movie homework. Boom. Of the one who's choosing. All right. Fun times. Down. Josh, what's your last pick? Um, Suspiria. Oh, my God. Stop Is picking that things movie? that aren't on the list. What is that? I've never heard of that movie. Put more movies that are on. Put more movies that are coming out on the list. I put movies that were viable, that had a, a decent chance to be critically and commercially successful. That movie is going to be critically acclaimed. I don't think so. What you is mean, it called? The movie Let's from see. the director of Call Me by Your Name, which was nominated for like five Oscars. Oh shit! Is it gay too? No. What's it's it a called? remake. It's a re- Suspiria. It's a remake of a horror movie from the seventies. And it looks amazing. You see, composed by Tom York. We're in, guys. Tom York? Like the Tom York? Of Radiohead fame. Whoa. Best film ever, I guess. Do you guys like Radiohead? No. Um, Yeah. I can never get into them. But I respect them. They have a song called Bangers and Mash and another one called Fake Plastic Trees that are really good. The rest is like... Fake Plastic Trees is a great song. A green plastic watering can. This is how you dry off of that same album. I think so. It's, it's real too. Josh, if you know this, don't say anything, but both of you take a guess at how long Suspiria is. Two and a half hours. I said don't Three say anything. Long. You just told me to take a guess. I said, I said if you know, don't say anything, but take a guess. You seem to know. You, t- you said take a guess. Oh, that was I your guess? guess? Well, yeah, it's two and a half hours. That's interesting. Hmm. I haven't seen a horror movie that's two and a half hours, so let's see. There's some. Not many. Shining is two and a half hours. Yeah, that's one of them. Most of them are like hour 40, 210 max. I don't know. We'll have to take, wait and see. So, uh, Alita Battle Angel, Holmes and Watson, Backseat, Mortal Engines, Robin Hood, The Girl in the Spider's Web, Bad Times at the El Royale and a ho- The House with the Clock in Its Walls are all still on the board. Get wrecked. So Nobody's going to see The House with the Clock in Its Walls. I'll see it. Looks interesting. Why? It looks bad. Looks cool. Looks like a kid's it's like a that looks, weird that looks like a movie. weird Harry Potter knockoff. There's nothing like Harry Potter in that. It has moving clocks and a kid with glasses. So wow. A moving clock. How... How fantastical. I've never seen a moving There's like magic in it and stuff. I'm not... It looks bad. Alita's going to be a great movie. You're wrong on that one. No, I'm not. Cody, describe to Josh what our theater's reaction was to seeing the Alita trailer. There was no reaction. Exactly. There's never a reaction to any trailer I see. No, actually, the girl next to me was like... She laughed at it. Josh, you can go watch the Alita Battle Angel trailer and do whatever you need to do to... Make yourself happy. Cody and I, I will. are going to go into the indie corner and talk some eighth grade. I said one more week of eighth grade, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, huh? Okay, so growing up can be a little bit scary and weird. We will begin to explore these changing bodies of yours. It's going to be lit. Don't hold back. I want to break free. As always, make sure to share and subscribe to my channel, Gucci. I think you're so cool. 
maybe you just need to put yourself out there a little. I'm gonna stop eating saying, with you hey, if you keep saying saying one, you said one So eighth grade, <laughs> take me back, Cody, all the way back. I don't remember. Tell I me, pretty what. much blacked out eighth grade from my memory. So let me ask you this question: Was I intimidating or really intimidating? Strutting through the halls as a seventh grader. <laughs> you weren't on my radar until high school. I'm sorry. And even then, you were barely on my radar. <laughs> Savage. What is the first time you ever realized I exist? I existed. <laughs> when you sent me that Twitter DM <laughs> asking me to be on the podcast. You know what? No, I, just... I was obviously aware of you. We were following each other on Twitter. I That's true. honestly can't remember. I probably asked Hannah Jennings who you were once. Nice. Shout out to Hannah Jennings. Yeah, you can redact that name if you need to. No, it's fine. She doesn't. She doesn't listen. It's not a big deal. Oh, that's cool. I, I gotta say, I knew of you for a while, but then it was. It wasn't until I saw you wearing an Arkham City shirt that I was like, "Oh, that guy's cool." And then shortly <laughs> after, I fo- I did the Twitter follow, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's got some good tweets." And He's I was like, "You funny. know, what? seems like a good person to be friends with." And I was wrong, yeah, but you know, you live and you learn. We all made mistakes. Yeah, that's, it happens. Um, other other follow question, not really related to anything. Why haven't you seen Mamma Mia yet? You got um, you got a problem? I haven't seen the first one. It's on Netflix. It's pretty see, cool. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, my my real excuse is I was going to go see it with Movie Pass, but no, same. But I was already being there. dumb about it, so yeah. I need to call her support again i'm so mad at them speaking of movie pass i'm pretty sure eighth grade was the last movie i saw with it it has it might have been because it was a couple weeks ago when was it could have been the last time i saw movie pass if not for the for the recent change it was yes it was it was the last movie i saw there you go. Most reason with the with the movie pass. So, um, initial thoughts on it. Why don't you start us off? I I loved it. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was very very good, very relatable in ways I wasn't expecting, and I, I enjoyed it. I think Bo Burnham has a real career as a director ahead of him. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I really dug it as well it was (laughs) i just have to say i had a very interesting movie going experience um i just come back from a job interview and i you know had some time to kill before i had to go home so i you know actually i scheduled it a little earlier in the day so i could go check this out and i did and um (laughs) a mother and her daughter sat right next to me oh boy and the the daughter was it was it was dark by the time that they got into the theater, so I couldn't really tell too well how old she was, but she looked mid-20s-ish, and then her mother, maybe late 40s, something like that. Uh, and right before the movie started, her mom like leaned over to me, and she had an open pack of Haribo gummies, and she's like, do you want a gummy? I was like, no, thanks. She was so sweet, though. Um, and it was one of those cases where part of the fun of the movie was watching, was being near them and kind of seeing how the two of them especially the mother reacted to it because she kind of because obviously the daughter is from you know experienced i'm assuming uh, that they didn't have some weird upbringing but most likely Somewhere. had 
was able to see her as an eighth grader go through the things that the character in this movie did from an outsider's perspective. And I tried to ask him about it, but they kind of bolted pretty quickly. So I was like, yeah, he probably got somewhere to be. And um, I'm a journalist. You should have opened up with that. Listen, yeah. Uh, and so it was a lot of fun watching them watch it. And the things that they reacted to uh, were, you know, the things that they laughed at things that some people, other people didn't laugh at. And they kind of tensed up at things that, other people may not have and it was just it was an interesting watching experience and uh like you i really i dug it i think this is um this year i think especially we've seen so many directors just kind of not really come out of nowhere but their first movie has been arguably one of their best like arguably could when it's all said and done be their best um i mean give me an example of somebody else well last year we had get out uh was kind of the Jordan Peele, yeah. the big one that came to mind this year. Uh, let's see. I think the Love, Simon director might have been a first-timer. I'm not sure. Thoroughbreds definitely was. Um, who else? I'm thinking of, there's somebody else. Uh, Hotel Artemis, I guess, a little bit less so. That kind of didn't do great. Uh, Ari Aster for uh, Hereditary. His, his movie kind of blew uh, the doors yeah, off. This is, a, this is a good year for... Smaller movie, but Gemini... Uh, I think was a really good directorial effort. It, the director started to bother you is uh, Boots Riley. It's his first movie, and I mean that's uh, doing great critically and pretty well on in the box office. And um, this just kind of eighth grade is just one more notch in the belt, I guess, uh, of first time directors just coming out of the gate, you know, firing. And this is this one is. I think when it's might be one of the most one of the more impressive ones because Ari Aster as as great as he did I think on Hereditary it, you did he was sort of leaning into some of the tropes of the genre a lot like the mm-hmm. that movie was almost indistinguishable in a thematic and story sense to the witch from the was, witch yeah, yeah it was right. pretty similar family breaking down cults all that stuff not saying that he you know, use that as a reference or borrow any of it particularly. Even if he did, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. The Shining, you could also say he referenced The Shining or maybe the original Suspiria. I don't know. But this one definitely felt like it was a lot more, um, what do I want to say? It was a lot, it was a little bit fresher and it was a little bit more improvisational, like it, and natural, I guess. And, not many other movies have, not really no movies, address the relationship between teenagers and technology like this one does. And, um, and I mean, not really uh, many other movies approach, like, the scene in the car. That's, Ugh. that's like an action scene in some movies. You know, if some tough guy sees a girl being, you know, abused or assaulted in the back of a car, he'll pull the guy out and beat the crap out of him, or they fight each other for a bit, and this was you know the exact opposite it was nothing's really happening it's just too it's an uncomfortable and awkward and kind of scary situation and not done for comedic effect by any means or done for an action beat or anything it was just a moment and um that and some of the directorial choices to me say that bo burnham is definitely here to stay as in the director's chair and he's got a lot more well, yeah. a lot more to say and a lot more to do and 
maybe not even that much to grow as a director. I'm sure he's very self-conscious about everything, and he sees the flaws in the movie instead of the things that he succeeded and triumphed in. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I think everything, all the tools he has to make the next classic movie are kind of in his belt already. And if he can expand upon them and add a couple more things, and then great. But um, just uh, it, it's just a really strong debut. Um, I guess we can start with the performances. Um, Elsie Fisher as Kayla. Amazing. Really, really good. Great. Uh, I, mean, I saw him, uh, I saw Burnham on, a, a do, I don't know, what was it, My, Seth Meyers, late night with Seth Meyers, and he was talking about how coming into it, everybody's like, oh, you're working with kids? Oh my God, that's, that's tough. And, uh, and he kind of said, he had sort of had the opposite experience. Like when you have an adult actor, um, like maybe I don't know if he was this way, but maybe the father. It's like okay, you give him direction. It's like okay, well, am I standing in the in the right spot? You know, how's the lighting? Is everything all right? And then when you're working with a kid, you kind of just say, "Spit in your hand," and the kid says, "Which one?" And and that's kind <laughs> of all the directing you need to do. And he's talked about especially how um, kids today are so used to the camera that they don't they're not looking at the camera all the time. That it's just this foreign object to them. Like they grow up with cameras and being around cameras and sort of knowing you're being filmed, but not really knowing, uh, but like trying mm-hmm. to pretend like you don't notice. So that kind of stuff is already sort of hardwired into them. And I definitely think it shows, I think, you know, not that you're going to put a take in with somebody looking at the camera or anything like that, but, um, <laughs> what he had in the movie just did really did feel like a documentary. It felt really natural. And I was most impressed with some of the long takes that he was able to let his actors do. Like that first dinner table scene where she's on her phone and they're kind of ha- sort of having a conversation. Did you notice? You remember that? That was a long take? It was a, yeah, it was like a five minute long scene. The camera was stationary and they were just sort of talking. And oh, yeah, that is true. Wow. There was one, there was one, other, one or two other moments like that. I don't remember them uh, particularly, but I know that they were there. But that dinner scene is the one that jumped out at me the most um and i just sort of blew me away i was like wow you know directors you know christopher nolan probably would be hesitant to in to try something like that and just try to let his actors sit there without moving the camera and just let him work through a scene um and for so for bone burn to put as much trust as he did in fisher was just incredible i thought but um, yeah uh, talk to me more about Elsie Fisher. What were some moments that you liked or just things about her performance that struck with you? It's, it was subtle. That was my favorite part about it was mm-hmm. it wasn't that she wasn't hitting you in the head, just acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not kid from jungle booking. <laughs> no, no, she wasn't. No. I hope he has a great career, but jungle book is rough. I wouldn't count on it. Eh, you never know. Um, and wait, let's see. What so, uh, like, I really liked, um, obviously the probably the best scene in the movie was the most uncomfortable scene in the movie was the inside the car. Yeah. Um. Actually, that wasn't the most uncomfortable scene in the movie. The most uncomfortable scene in the movie was the Rick and Morty stuff at the end. Uh. <laughs> but that is so just spot on. 
I haven't seen any interviews with that kid, but if he was able to do that and he isn't like that in real life, give him the Oscar, man. Yes. Because he made me believe he was a little wee brick and morty boy. And I'm just like, oh, God. Good for him, though. Uh, yikes. That was just painful. <laughs> And the, the the way he had all, he like laid out all the chicken nuggets and like uh I don't mind I like all the sauces so if you want more that of the sauce funny. that's okay I that that made me laugh yeah uh, just that hurt so much it's like uh and his her Rick or his Rick or his Morty impression was just uh, kill me but it was genuine it was real so that's kind of um, what you want from this so yeah uh, that scene was good that scene where she was in the mall just listening to people talk yeah. If you can't relate to something like that ever happening, then you're probably not a person. Or you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Nobody was ever always cool. Everybody sat around, was weird and awkward, and didn't know what to say, and was intimidated at some point or another. It's just, lying. Everything was was great with her. All of her scenes, her um, YouTube videos were just cringy enough to make me believe that they weren't written by a 25-year-old man. Well, Burnham wrote those by watching vlogs and hearing what, you know, teenage vloggers actually said. And it was just, it wasn't so much writing them as just transcribing them and putting mm-hmm. other people's words into her mouth. And I didn't notice this until some I heard somebody say it in a review, but those vlogs act as breaks. You know, there's a, blo- uh, there's a vlog at the start of the movie. There's a, blo- a vlog breaking into Act 2 and breaking into Act 3, you know, um, which I mm-hmm. thought was a really clever and really cool, uh, cool decision. And, um, that and the music choices, I think are some of my favorite, uh, Burnhamisms and the things that I think he had the most, um, direct control over. Uh, yeah, the music was really great in this movie. Uh, I was super surprised to see that he didn't make it because that sounds exactly like some of the stuff that he made, um, in his specials. Right. Yeah, but I just—it was great. I really liked the music. I think it fit the um, tone, mm-hmm. and when it was used, it was—it was used sparingly, but it was used well. Um, yeah, it was the the best use of Orn Ornoco Orncoco Flow, the Sail Away song since Girl with the Dragon <laughs> Tattoo. I just I thought that was such a cool song to play in that moment. It just seems so like. Why would you? It's, it seems like the last song you'd want to pick when you do a scene of a girl scrolling through her phone, but it just works. But it so makes perfectly. so much sense. Sail away, sail away, because that's kind of what she's doing. Is she's scrolling? She's getting feet, away from it. Sailing away from everything. It just it makes sense. It's just got that cool Swedish kind of feel to it that I just love. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I also just I liked how authentic it was i mean the scene that kind of broke me the most was the active shooter drill scene it was just like yeah that's uh, fucked up <laughs> like the, and that's that's a part of being in eighth grade and being in school uh, is that you know we're at the point in our society and i'm not going to even say whether it's right or wrong it's wrong that you know we feel having the need to have an active shooter drill is like oh yeah well we should probably have we should probably do, I mean, there could be a fire, you know, something could catch on fire. 
or this could happen, or somebody could come in with a gun and start shooting people. You know, it just happens. It, it, it was IRL is ridiculous, but when you just when you see it in this kind of a context, it really it sort of sends up, you know, warning flags of this is this is weird. This is weird because I'm pretty sure this has to be one of, if not the first. Maybe eh, I don't want to say it's the first. I'm sure there's other movies. I don't want to sell anybody short. But it's the first one I've seen. I feel like I might have seen it once before, but maybe that to use an active shooter drill, not even as a like a point where a parent like has a conversation with their kid, just but just as a thing that they do. It's like a school assembly. It's like oh, it's active shooter drill day, and the way that like the the guy comes in and kills all the theater kids, and they, I just thought was uh that just sort of broke me and. It's the thing that I was most taken aback by the whole thing. Um, that and the car scene, of course. But you, the car scene makes a lot more sense than active shooter drills because there's always creepy, douchey dudes in the world trying to take advantage of other was people. That kid, was that guy in senior in high school? Junior, maybe? Because that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did a good job acting it. I mean, it's, it's a tough thing to he act. He sure did. Is it? Yeah. Probably came to him naturally. <laughs> no. I'm calling you out. <laughs> Guy. Uh, the dad also was... Uh, the dad was... He was actually my favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was the character I related to the most. Right. Out of anybody that was in it. And I know Kayla is, but I think I'm just old getting old are you closer to his age than hers i don't know how old so she's what 13 how old do you think that dad was i mean irl he's 49 so i mean i guess you're closer to her no to him, i'm closer her. to her age yeah. but i think we grew up in the sweet spot where we weren't too corrupted by technology yeah like i got Even an ipod in eighth grade podcast yeah over skype while i'm playing a video game yeah but and i'm selling buying and selling bitcoin no i still don't. doing that huh no never i don't understand i one person i've had one person in the last two years try to like hey man you should probably get in on bitcoin right now it's just like you can just stop talking because i'm not listening anymore like i don't i don't care thankfully we were at a point in our relationship where i could say that without them being like wow Did that was really mad. rude they're just like, oh, okay, that's just kind of what you say sometimes. It's like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, another scene that uh, really got, well, not even a scene, but just a character choice that I thought was interesting that nobody really, they, they kind of touched on, but not really, is having her growing up uh, with a single father. Like, I think mm-hmm. they mentioned her in that campfire scene. The mom, yeah. Yeah. Just that she left. It had nothing, um, not really anything of substance. I like not really addressing that and sort of letting, cause because we know that she's not it. there. You know, we we don't know why until later. She could, as far as we know, earlier she could be dead or she could have be, you know, they could be divorced and she could be gone or whatever. But um, it does kind of color how you see the rest of the movie, sort of not knowing which is the case. Because you know, is she so shy and so taken, a, you know, so reserved because her mom? left and she just has a tough, difficult time trusting people or is she always been like that because her mom's dead or, and she's just yeah, always just, sad or she's trying to make make herself seem not sad 
something like that. And it just made me pay attention a lot more to, and think a lot more about her character and why she was the way she was. And his final monologue is just broke me. It was so beautiful. Yeah, that was... There are two standout scenes in this movie. The car scene and the campfire are the two best scenes. Yeah, I agree. Probably two of the best scenes I've seen all year, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. But you see, um, him giving that speech is what... I, I mean, I didn't make me relate to him more. But if I watch this movie again after I have a kid... Yeah, I imagine it's going to hit me a lot harder, and it's one of those. It's something I'd like to revisit. I have a list of things I want to re- revisit after I have a child. Hmm. Which human centipede? The final sequence, of course. Yeah, that's fair. Um, another thing. Oh, I was. I keep thinking about it, but now I. And I also keep forgetting it. Something else I like. Damn it. Uh. I don't know, the scene with um, when she first sees, like, the hot guy, quote-unquote, sort of. <laughs> Every time he came on stage and they played that song. <laughs> like, dubstep. Yeah, it was funny. It's very silly, but very funny. Um, <laughs> and God, He was a scumbag, too. Yeah, I mean, do you think that this is an accurate representation for what life was like for us growing up? Or was, you know, or is this... I don't know. I was never that kid. <laughs> In eighth grade, I was more of that weird um, Rick and Morty kid. The technology changes, sure, but it's it did feel pretty authentic for my experience. I guess it was, you know, a lot of battles were w- lost and won online, sort of whether it be <laughs> with somebody else or with yourself or whatever. And that's kind of the world that this the the movie was uh, was living in. And were you that kid? No. I was much more of a, I was, I was a tweener. I kind of wasn't, didn't really belong with anybody and I kind of didn't have a thing, but then I saw the dark night. Most people I don't think hated me, but you can never be sure. I, I, I obviously didn't. It did a lot, very much so. Uh, (laughs) and, um, another standout, um, character, I guess is the, her high school friend. I thought yeah, she was she so was wholesome. And I do think that there are a lot, you know, people try to paint teenagers as in a negative light because, ah, no, there are a lot of kids like her. Yeah. There are, a, there are plenty that are like her. Um, and they're really not that hard to find. There are just, I think if anything, technology has made people more just overall more kind and some people I yeah say, i mean yeah. there's the assholes all over the place sure but i think it does create a little bit of more a little bit more empathy where if you you do there is this like extra social layer that you, you just because you see a person is quiet in real life if you see them on social media too and they're this kind of if they're more out there i guess and maybe they maybe she follows her on snapchat or knows of what or knows of something or other be like i where she's thinking i know that you can be more than this and i know that you want to be more than this and i want to help you get to that point Mm -hmm. and i do think that that does come into play um uh and i think burnham does a good job on sort of understanding that and i also read another anecdote that when he was writing the script he had them communicate through facebook as the main like the dms kind of a thing 
and Elsie Fisher kind of was like, we don't use Facebook anymore. So he changed it to Instagram, <laughs> which is, you know, a smart thing to do if you're not the... Because humility is, also, is a lot of the times the hardest thing, thing to come in a director. Like, I don't know, never been on a Christopher Nolan set, but I can't imagine he gets that many um, uh, suggestions on scenes and dialogue and moments <laughs> from the actors. I'm pretty... And that's fine. Could you imagine, an auteur. imagine the kid, the kid um, playing Tommy and Dunkirk? I don't want to swim that way. No one swims that way in the 1940s. Christian's like, I don't care. Go away. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like Scorsese obviously puts a lot of trust in his actors, but there is, you know, some directors, you know, you hear say are just very dictatorial. And it's like, this is how we're doing it. This is my vision. We're not straying from the page whatsoever. And I think it's great to do that, but I, I do think you get a lot better of a product if you do, as a director, if you or any, and as a writer, you do open yourself up to other viewpoints and other criticisms or, you know, tweaks that you think that people think need to be made. And Burnham has never struck me as the kind of guy who is like, Ugh, no, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> They're using Facebook. People use Facebook. No. We all still use yeah. Facebook. Yeah, and that, and that just again, that just adds to the authenticity and, um. It just it makes you know, obviously we don't have a version where they do use Facebook to so where like eh, that's weird nobody uses Facebook like that but yeah, I don't think it would have changed I can guarantee much. the overall product does feel a lot more of the, of the time and again like it, again another thing he says like in six years people might be using a completely different app and this will look mm-hmm. out of date but the way that we it's the a way snapshot that, of yeah, 2018 and the way that they're communicating doesn't change but the methods may um mm-hmm. and um yeah uh any other thoughts cody likes dislikes nope all right i really liked it it was a great movie I enjoyed it a24 back at it again with the quality films have they made anything bad yet yeah they made a couple bad things name one uh i'd have to find my letterbox list they made i mean I didn't care for somebody. Somebody in my letterbox feed gave Steve Jobs five stars. Oh my god! Can I like something twice? Yeah, you like it, then you unlike it. But I want. I, it's uh, let's see, eight two four. According to my rankings, I did not like First Reformed, Enemy, The Vivich, The Florida Project, and Under the Skin. You didn't uh, like the Vavitch? I thought you liked it. No, not really. I think Hereditary is better and more fun to watch, I guess. But I, I haven't seen all of them, but most of them are, a lot of them are four and a halfs and fours and all that. And uh, Eighth grade is definitely my top ten. That'd be a fun list to do sometime. Top five, eight, two, four movies. Hmm. Ex Machina, number one. Spoilers. That's not my number one. Well, then you're bad. Sorry. Um uh, all right, you want to give it a grade? Give it a nine. No, eight and a half. I'll concur. Eight and a half. Really, really dug it. Uh, Oscar chances? Yay, nay? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Best original screenplay? Maybe. Yeah, I'd say that that would probably be probably be its best chance, but can't rule out a best picture nomination, especially when something's at ninety eight percent and. 100% with top critics, which this is. So, All right. That was fun, Cody. 
Josh, let's uh, get you back in here. Are you there? You, you're still in the green no. room? No. Oh, you're not? No, I'm not here. Okay. I hope you like the the cheese platter I had put out. Worked hard on that. Or did you just it throw it away? I, I had a couple crackers and yeah. a piece of mozzarella, but the rest of it was kind of trash, so I dumped it. Well, <sighs> the poisoning's bound to work sometime. Uh, watching, yeah. reading, listening to, why don't you start us off, kiddo? Um, Young man. What did I watch, read, listen to? Junior. I did. I did rewatch Swiss Army Man, which we talked about earlier. Yes. And it's still okay. one of the greatest movies ever made. Interesting. It's so good. Um, it's good. What? I can... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I also watched. Um, I saw two movies. Well, yeah. rewatched A Quiet Place, which is way oh. better than I remember it being. And it's great. Film movie content. Better. What is it? It's way. I don't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's a film. I don't. I don't do that. It's better at home than it is in the theater because no one can talk or make noise. Um, and yeah, I kind of love it. It's awesome. Um, uh, don't know about all that best picture nominee that everyone's <laughs> saying it could happen, but I think see. the Oscar season looks a little thin, so I think it could, it could yeah. definitely, and they definitely, they have shown that they they want to include yeah. movies earlier in the year. And I don't see too many other nominee, too many other possibilities than that. And that Black was Panther. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Maybe Black I, Panther could I doubt it. It could if if Get Out can. I think Black Panther has a shot. Um, we'll see. Depends on how many nominees. Because I don't. I really don't see anything. We just did the movie draft a little while ago. I don't see anything that's like, oh, well, that's Best Picture lock. Like I mean, a star, a star is born. Yeah, I mean that's could certainly make some noise, but it's not like you don't have a Lincoln or a you know Phantom Thread or something like that. That just is looks like it's for the the film. With a, yeah, with an e- I mean, we don't even usually off. find out about those until like November. No, no. I mean, First Man is probably the only slam dunk I can think of. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty wide open. So sure, it could place. We we'll could see. get a spot. Um, and then I saw um, Blockers. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a really long time. Were you really rolling on the floor laughing? I was. I was like. I think you're exaggerating. I am not exaggerating. I I was on the ground laughing. Like crying, laughing. Why were you watching during it one particular scene that involved emojis? And it's Wait, hilarious. Which one? We've both seen um, it. So which we've one? We've all seen it. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the one towards the beginning where they're finding where they find out about the plan, and they're like trying to decipher it. That was that killed me. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It just that killed me. Okay. There was tons of other. Not John the, Cena in the house the or the butt chug. Oh, that was all great too. That was like that was just like that was just the one that really really hit me hard. Um, but yeah, the whole movie I thought was hysterical, uh, way better than the other comedy that everyone praised. Uh, game night, which was fine. Yeah, game night was okay. It was whatever. It was. Um, I mean, it's it was a good movie, but I don't think it was a particularly good comedy. It was like the twist. It was and just whatever. The storytelling and, in it was actually pretty good. Um, everyone hyped up Jesse Plemons, and he was he was hysterical. What are you talking about? He was he, he was, was so fine. funny. He was funny, I guess. Also, you mentioned the only his name. really funny part of that movie was the one guy that I can't remember the name of Jesse Plemons, Matt Damon. No, name. no, the uh, the black dude. Wow. Hey, he's the only one Come on, Josh. It's 2018. Yeah, well, I don't even know who you're talking about. Also, um, well, he was great. Um, but yeah, the uh, the black or <laughs> blockers. Um, I loved it. Oh my God. I thought it was great. It's probably one of my favorite movies of the year. You talking about Jason um, Bateman? Huh? No, no. The, the two side characters, the one where like they found out. Yeah. Jason Bateman. Girl, 
his wife was cheating on him. Jason Bateman. No, it's not Jason Bateman. No, he was Method. Okay. He was already doing it. No, okay. it's um, Lamone, oh. Lamorne, Lamorne yeah. Morris. Yeah. yeah. Lamorne, yeah, yeah. Oh, from New great. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best part of the movie. Hmm. Do you guys like Big Time Rush? <laughs> the band? I'm not a 13-year-old girl, so no. Hmm. I, I just thought I'd, I got a couple tickets, and I just wanted to know if you guys wanted to come. But I guess you don't want to come. See Big Time okay, Rush. thanks. No problem. It's fine. I didn't even know that was still a thing. I think they're they're either dead or broken up. Game night though. Uh, $37 million budget, $117 million at the box office. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Blockers is better. Yeah. Blockers is definitely has, is more substance, substantive. It has like things to say. Great, great message too. Yeah. Great a great cast of girls and the parents are amazing. So mm-hmm. definitely, a, a, it's in my canon of movies I would want to watch with Mike Pence. So, um, <laughs> certainly, certainly up in, up there. I mean, human centipede final sequence is obviously one of them too. And then just one of the saws, just pick them, pick one. Any, I want to, I, I would totally want a clockwork orange Mike Pence and make him watch things. Just as you do, do make him watch like Moonlight. And, <laughs> oh dear! Um, oh uh, golly! By your name, you think I could go home soon? Oh geez! I just love Simon. <laughs> oh dear! This is so uncomfortable for me. Please, where's mother? I can't find mother. <laughs> is she close? <laughs> I know the, the I, I know the woman on the screen She's aren't close. real, but I need mother. <laughs> Mike Pence is such a creep. Ugh. I, I, I'm really excited. I think when the when the eventual Donald Trump presidency movie comes out, the Mike Pence role is going to be a scene stealer. I'm already, I'm going to say it. That could be like a uh, a stool bark kind of a thing where he just steals the show. I can't wait I for that. Uh, I mean, I don't want Stuhlbarg to play it. I mean, I I could go for a Stuhlbarg like, um, <laughs> what's the movie where Eddie Murphy plays all the like ten people? The, the nutty no, professor? No, no, no. no the, uh, the fart one. Norbit. Norbit, right? Oh, uh, right. Or is he yeah. just fat I mean, in Norbit? Yeah. Is he just fat in Norbit, or are there multiple of him? He plays an Asian, and he plays a fat woman. Oh, wow. That's not very PC. But I'd like to see Stilbark do a less offensive version of that. Like, do, I don't know, Hamlet. Just with every role played by Michael Stilbark. You guys want to crowdfund it? I'd watch it. I don't know. Sure, let's do it. Give me a script. It could be an acting challenge for him. I think he'd enjoy it. Right. I would enjoy watching it. Uh, watching, reading, listening to. For moi. There's this really good band that I recently discovered on my own called Houndmouth. And. <clears throat> um, I, I, I'm just surprised none of you have, have brought it up before because they're pretty good, pretty good band. Listen, I know you're joking, but you're making me really mad right now. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I wait. We have audio recordings of me. No, I don't think we do. J.K. Lola. No, I I have been listening to Houndmouth a lot, and I shout out to Cody for recommending them to me because I really well, like they're them. They're so good. They're kind of like um, a southern rock sort of thing, but they sound like Adirondacksy. If that makes any sense, I don't know. But they're really sense to me. They're good. Listen, so really appreciate. It. Thank you for the recommendation, Cody. Also saw a couple of movies. Uh, my first AMC A list film was T Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, it was kind of in the same vein as, um, Lego Batman. It was pretty much, you know, cut from the same cloth as that. Uh, 
there was one toilet scene that I just hated, and then they did the the brainwashed friend at the end. So I was going from like a three out of five stars, and I just because of those two, I had to drop it to two and a half. Where I don't like it, but if you have kids, they probably will dig it. Um, you specifically, Cody, if you want to take your kids and Shit. Christopher Robin, uh, not Disney's most inspired movie, like live action adaptation ish, but it's very sweet and. The characters uh, from the Hundred Acre Wood are all um, just as lovely as you would expect them to be. And Ewan McGregor is a strong performance. Um, it does kind of settle into a pretty formulaic, you know, dad who works too much kind of a story. But um, the ride is pretty nice, and it does it is very emotional and not not too nostalgic, but just nostalgic enough. Like in, I guess in its own world, not so much for our world, I guess, but, uh, I can recommend it. It's pretty good. Cody, what about you? What did I say last time? I think you were almost through, well, great expectations. War and peace. Oh. Pride and um, prejudice. I think Dunkirk, I said, did I talk about Dunkirk yeah. last time? How much I really like it. Uh, movie's still great. Watch it again. If you have time, um, I watched Glory for School. With and that's a good movie, too. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, kind of makes me mad in the end. But I won't spoil <laughs> that. Because the South for you loses? Guys. Or is that, no. no, is that Revolution? That's. That's Civil. Ne- that's neither. What? what? What is it? Wait, the Civil War, yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay. Um, wow, that was dumb with me. I'm a social studies teacher. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just just tear up your license right now. Your certification? Wa- it's a certificate, not a license, yeah. Um, Burn it. I watched Baby Driver again. Yeah. It's still a good movie, too. Um, watch that again. I have already peaked as a teacher because right now in school I'm showing Red Dawn, which is probably the best movie ever made. You're allowed to show Red Dawn? Red Dawn is rated PG-13. Wow. But that's like an '80s PG-13. Yeah, it's it's a like hard did, PG-13. Did they even have R yet? Or was I think R, so. Okay, I thought R was a little later. Oh, but I mean, like Alien was rated R, and that came out in '79. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. That'd be an interesting book to write about of the the changing standards of G, PG, PG-13, and R. All right, I'll get on it. All right, let me know how you do. All right, that'll do it for us this week. Next week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. Something, but this was a fun one. A little awkward. Coming out. Some awkwardness. Um, what is coming out? I don't even know. August is kind of a dead month, so we're going to be hopefully doing some not. Is, uh, is Predator this month or next month? Oh, uh, the, the Megan Black Clansman. Are the big releases of this month? Oh, I want to see Black Klansman. Yeah. Saw a trailer for it at um. So good. Cinemopolis. Looks great. Topher Grace's David Duke is just so inspired. David Duke. David Duke. What a guy. David Duke. <laughs> now I kind of want an entire like serious drama with the '70s show people. 
just playing Topher roles Grace there by is no a means. Sneaky good actor. He has done a he. I did not expect him to be the best, have the best career out of that cast, but he definitely has. Well, I guess I don't know. Laura Peepon's had a good career. Wilmer's done nothing. He's didn't he host like he hosted um Yo Mama. You guys remember that on MTV? No. It was no. a it was a it was a game show built on who can tell the most the best Yo Mama jokes. Yikes. Yeah, that was bad. I watched I watched a lot of it and I remember I remember one guy he he got yo mom but so hard he started crying. And like they did one of those asides like Wilmer pulled him aside and they did like the thing where you shoot from a ways away to like give him privacy and you subtitle it. And Wilmer's like, "Hey man, this is the competition, you know? You got to you got to keep a cool head, you know? You, you can't take this you stuff personally. You, you're this, here to compete, man. you're here to win, you know?" And the guy's like, yeah, okay, Wilmer, I'll, I'll, I'll do better. And I was like, dude, <laughs> it's a yo mama joke. Relax. It's like my mom was really important to me. It's like, then why are you here? This, why the do you want ex- this show? <laughs> the sole conceit For of the show money? is to ridicule each other's mothers. It's not <laughs> – you got to know what you're getting into, bud. But uh, That's going to be my uh, my movie homework next time. Yeah. <laughs> yo mama, seasons one, two, three. Um, Ash and Kutcher also, meh. Okay. Mila Kunis has done well for herself. She's gotten work. She's stayed in. She's cashing those Family Guy checks. And then uh, <laughs> Hyde is a you know Scientologist and has. Didn't he have like a sexual assault or yeah, something? Thought he's like a raper or something. I think he got accused of something bad. Do you know? Remember Josh? Um, something to do with his ex girlfriend. I think. Yeah. I mean, he missed out on his show netflix show the ranch that everybody i know was watching so my parents I watched, I watched a couple that. episodes it was kind of funny looked really cheap like i know sitcoms kind of have to look cheap but that looked really cheap it was just your run-of-the-mill sitcom it was yeah whatever it's too bad it's actually not he's the worst so never mind so go topher his stock is rising big big mood it all started with interstellar too just think yeah, pretty much. I, t- I wonder how he got... I would love to know how he got that role. Did Nolan want him? Did his agent just go hard? Or what happened there? Because that is just such a... From rags to riches kind of a thing. He was in Take Me Home Tonight, the classic. And he goes to Interstellar. It's like, whoa. Uh, all right, well, next week, not sure what we're going to do. Something fun, something breezy. It's it's August, it sucks. And, you know, we just do whatever we want to do. So, until next time... You can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Send us an email. Do whatever you want. Uh, shout out to Anchor for being awesome. Been a good couple weeks with them. Hope to have many more. And uh, until next time, Josh, Cody, take it easy. Bye. See ya.